Welcome to the Creative Entrepreneur Podcast, where mindset and marketing meet purpose, passion, and profits. I'm Bob Baker, and if you're a creative entrepreneur or someone who runs a heart-centered business, you're in the right place. To get a free collection of sample chapters from my books and audiobooks, just pay a quick visit to promoteyourcreativity.com. That's promoteyourcreativity.com. Now, enjoy the episode. So, do you ever feel stuck with your creative career? Do you ever feel frustrated when building your arts-related business? Well, if so, I'm going to share with you what I consider to be the number one question you should be asking to get what you want out of life and out of your creative career. This is The Creative Entrepreneur, Season 2, Episode 4. Hello, it's Bob Baker here. Ah, yes, what to do when things don't seem to be going your way, when you don't like exactly how things are unfolding. Well, I'm going to address that and what that number one question is in just a few minutes here. But first, I want to tell you about something, a couple of things that are fairly timely. Uh, one, you may recall, if you've been following me for a while, that last year in 2014, I did a fan funding campaign for a new book uh, that I was planning on writing called The Empowered Artist. Well, I'm in the very final stages of writing that book. In fact, I'm so close, it's already available for pre-order on uh, Amazon uh, in 13 countries. And I'm just really thrilled the way this book has come together. It's one of the most inspired works that I've ever written, probably one of the most important resources that I've ever published because it addresses some of the rock bottom core issues that creative people of all kinds face. And that would be fear and uncertainty and confidence and the value that you bring to the world. And so I'm really excited about this new book. So if you're interested, I will have links in the show notes to where you can find out more about that and where you can place your pre-order. And then it officially gets published on April 21st of 2015. So depending on when you're listening to this, it may already be officially available. Uh, but if not, it's very close. However, I also wanted to make you aware of something that's even more timely. If you want to get a free copy of the ebook version of that book, you can get it as part of a 30-day program that I'm launching on April 6th. It's called Get Important Stuff Done, Passion Project Edition. And this whole program is designed to help you, for one, identify what your number one creative project is. For you, it could be a book, it could be a music album, a collection of paintings or songs or play you've been working on or a fashion line or whatever it is for you. But that thing most likely that you've been wanting to work on has probably been sitting on a back burner. And it, it happens to all of us, you know, don't beat yourself up about it, but we procrastinate and we allow excuses to, to uh, convince us that we don't have time or we don't have the energy and this and that. And so this 30-day program is all designed for you to every day spend a little bit of time on that project and make major progress with it during this 30-day period and hopefully actually have it completed by the end of the 30 days. It's very similar to NaNoWriMo, which is a shortened version of National Novel Writing Month, where every November, writers all over the world uh, commit to writing the first draft of a 50,000-word novel in a one-month period. 
So I'm basically taking that concept and applying it to creative fields of all kinds. But there's a support system built into this one that I don't think that NaNoWriMo has, and that's we're going to have a, a, a private Facebook group. We're going to have weekly conference calls where I'm going to be uh, coaching people through and sharing stories and progress and challenges and all that good stuff. Also, I hook you up one-on-one with a success partner that you will connect with from three to five times per week. And every week, I'm also going to be sharing a section of the new book that you can sort of ponder as you're working on this thing. Even if you can only devote five minutes a day, that is going to establish a habit that will grow. It will expand. You'll find yourself finding more time, making more time available. It'll be top of mind for you, and you'll get that thing done. Don't just keep this stuck in a back burner. Or don't keep your novel on a hard drive or your songs on a hard drive. You need to get this stuff out into the world, but you need to finish the projects first. There's one project, whatever you've identified as your number one creative goal. Get it done, get it out into the world where it can actually make a difference in people's lives. So I'll provide a link to that in the show notes. Also, you can find it at thebuzzfactor.com. So I hope you'll consider joining that program if you listen to this before the April 6th uh, start date or pre-order the Empowered Artist book. I think you'll find it to be very inspiring and uh, will motivate you to get off your butt and uh, take your creativity a lot more seriously, but still have fun doing it. All right, for the rest of this episode, I'm going to share with you a section from the audiobook of my book called The DIY Career Manifesto. And in this section, I actually relate a story from my own life uh, during a period of time when I was doing stand-up comedy, the early days when I started doing stand-up comedy, and how I created a circumstance that gave me a lot more stage time. It deals with the whole this whole thing of creating the circumstances that you want instead of just complaining about what is. And so I'll just go ahead and play the segment for you. I hope you enjoy it. And then I'll have some final words on the other end. Enjoy. Principle two, ask this question to create the circumstances you want. One of the traits that keeps people stuck in traditional work-life ruts is an affliction I like to call helpless victim syndrome, or HVS for short. You've probably been infected with this scourge at one time or another yourself. I know I have. This disease is evident when someone takes a look at a current situation and incessantly points out what's wrong with it, who the perpetrator is, why it's so bad, and how things will never change for the better. Complaining, blaming, and victimhood are all wrapped up in one ugly little package. I saw this classic human curse in full force when I was 25. It was a time of my life when my creative pursuits exploded, as I mentioned earlier. After years of playing music and doing a little writing on the side, I branched out into doing theater, video production, and even stand-up comedy. There was only one comedy club in town at the time, The Funny Bone. The only opportunity for newcomers to get stage time was the Tuesday night open mic night. Live comedy was booming in the mid to late 1980s, so there were a lot of amateurs showing up for a limited number of open mic spots. If you were lucky, you might get on the Tuesday night lineup three times a month, and you only had five minutes for your open mic set. That equated to 15 minutes of stage time for the entire month to hone your craft, not the optimal way to learn and grow as a comic. Would you like some doom and gloom with that? 
Most of the open mic performers complained about the comedy club, the entire local comedy scene, how they were getting shafted, and on and on. I was frustrated by the lack of opportunities too, but I chose not to go down the HVS rabbit hole. Remember, it stands for helpless victim syndrome. Instead, I embrace the attitude of this quote from George Bernard Shaw: "Quote, people are always blaming their circumstances for what they are. I don't believe in circumstances." The people who get on in this world are the people who get up and look for the circumstances they want, and if they can't find them, make them. Unquote. So what I did was ask a more empowering question: What do I really want out of this situation? Think about the power of that simple question: What do I really want out of this situation? When you're in HVS mode. Your focus is all about what's wrong. The more you think about why the situation sucks, the more you firm up the lens through which you view that aspect of your life. The thicker your suck filter gets, the more dirt and muck you see. But when you shut down the HVS suck filter response and replace it with "What do I really want out of this situation?" a whole new world opens up to you. And this new world view will help you immensely as you strive to build a DIY career ideally suited for you. Anytime you encounter a circumstance you don't like, it's the perfect time to ask that pivotal question: making the shift. So back in my open mic comedy days, when I asked, "What do I really want out of this situation?" the answer was obvious. More stage time to hone my comedy craft. That led to the next logical question: How can I get more stage time to hone my comedy craft? A question like this is empowering. It's mind expanding. It compels you to uncover solutions and not wallow in the sewage of what's wrong. I knew that more stage time at the Funny Bone was probably not an option. But I started brainstorming about other local venues where I could perform. Then it hit me. A few months earlier, I had visited a bar called Off Broadway in South St. Louis to see a friend who was a bartender there. During that visit, she introduced me to the owners. It was a nice place with a cool vibe. It had a stage that featured live music on weekends. But like many venues, it was struggling to get bodies in the door on a regular basis. So I contacted the owner and asked what they did on Wednesday nights. As it turned out, nothing. So I proposed an idea: What if I organized a weekly Wednesday night comedy show at Off Broadway? I would MC and get some of my open mic buddies, who are also looking for more stage time, to come and perform. It wouldn't cost the venue a dime. We would charge a five-dollar cover, and I would get all of that door money. The bar would simply supply the space and the staff, which is something they did anyway, usually with few people in the room. It was a no-brainer for the venue owners. Yes, they said, "Let's do it." The result: for about a year and a half, I hosted a weekly comedy show at Off Broadway. Sometimes we had good crowds, and other times it was sparsely attended. But over those many months, I got lots of stage time. 
developed new material and song parodies, and paved the way for more and better comedy gigs in the years to come. Within a couple of years, I even landed paid week-long gigs at the Funny Bone as the opening act and MC. And it all happened a lot faster than if I had continued to wallow in the mental quicksand of helpless victim syndrome mode. Bottom line, to build a DIY career, don't get stuck in the muck of what is and what's wrong. Instead, ask what circumstance you really want. Then use your imagination to ponder the many possible ways you can get it. Okay, there you have it—a little section from the audiobook version of my book called *The DIY Career Manifesto*. It's also available in an ebook form, but you can get that uh, in the audio version on Amazon, on Audible.com, even in the iTunes store. And the ebook is available on Amazon. Again, I'll have a link to it in the show notes, so feel free to click that and check it out if it uh, strikes you as something that could be helpful. And I'll also remind you one final time about the two items I mentioned at the top of the show, and that is the new book called The Empowered Artist, currently available for pre-order on Amazon. It officially publishes on April 21st. And if you want to get that book free and join a little community of artists and musicians and writers and other creative people who are focusing on getting their number one creative project done, also click the link or visit thebuzzfactor.com to find out how you can uh, join us on this 30-day journey of getting important stuff done, focusing on that passion project and getting it completed, getting it out into the world. All right. Thanks for listening. I appreciate you. This is Bob Baker saying so long for now. <laughs>